before we you know get into the to the dealings the disappointing dealings of Manchester United got a few things to go off my chest you know? even if we do input a director of football yeah can we trust that the money is going to be pumped in do you know why wasn't the money what's going to change next summer compared to this Fam, they sold very good Iwobi for 40, for 40 mil. mil. 40. Let me let me put that out. That is wow. Iwobi got that sold wow. to Everton for 40 million pounds. That's crazy. He's not English, by the way. He plays for Nigeria. These guys need to stop. This guy hasn't done anything. He hasn't played. Eyes on the ball. Yo, yo, yo. Eyes on the ball. And we back. I'm back again. We back for Come episode on. two, yo. Yeah. I'm your host, Darren. And I'm Daniel. And we're happy to be here once again. Yeah. The response for episode one, it's boy. It's been amazing. Was sensational. As in the promo. Sensational. The the feedback that we got. Yeah. The man. followers that we got. Trust me, trust like, me. Everyone showed bare love, man. Like, as in too much love. As in, I can't even believe that people are even supporting the thing. Like trust this. me. It took us a while to get us active on all platforms. Yeah. Like, which was disappointing. Took us a long time because we had the episode ready for the time, yeah. and then Apple was, you know, yeah, taking much longer than we thought. But we're just happy that we're fine. We finally got everything that we want out now. Yep. We got the first episode out now. Yep. Got good response and good feedback. And a lot, a lot, lot of good feedback. A lot of people have been listening to it and exactly. giving their takes. And for the first, for the first, you know, episode, I thought we did pretty well. And, and we're only gonna get better. Going want forward. to jump on this thing as well? Trust, like, trust just me. to give their take. Yeah, as well. exactly. Fam, it's a good, good platform, you know. And that's what we've been aiming to do. Exactly, create a good platform for, where for people to be publicize their exactly. opinions, yeah, exactly. be comfortable yeah, exactly. with everything. So we're just happy, man. Like literally. Do you think we should just like, let's just get straight yeah, into it? Yeah, let's get stuck in, man. Straight into it. So the transfer window has just shut, and indeed, indeed, I'm actually very intrigued by some of the signings a lot of these teams have made. A number of moves, a, a number, number of moves. moves, and obviously transfer deadline day, like one of the best days in the in a football fan's life. Trust me, you know trust me, literally. So basically. What we're gonna do is we're gonna look at the top six from last year because I think me and you both agree that they will kind of remain the top six this year yeah, as well. Yeah. So we're gonna look at their transfer business. We're gonna look at what they've done, and then we're going to um, judge it. We're going to give them a grade. Yeah, we're gonna grade and come like to most of the individual players, and then we'll yeah, grade the teams the team as a whole. As a whole. So yeah. taking into account like the impact it's gonna have on the squad. The depth, the, uh, the price, the so need, what, the whether need. they're filling the need, exactly. the price, whether it was necessary, a number of variables. So yeah, man, like we're just gonna proper look at the transfer dealings of each team. And one thing I want um, you guys listening to do is that once you hear what we think, go straight onto the Twitter and tell us what you think. And if you disagree with us, then can respond on reviews as well. Exactly. So. Five star reviews. Let's get cracking, man. <laughs> so we're gonna go from the t- um, top six. So we'll go from sixth to first. So yeah, yeah. Starting with sixth. We finished sixth last year. Remind us. Manchester United. <laughs> Manchester United. Uh, uh, yes. Functional. Before FC. we, yeah. Dysfunctional <laughs> FC. Before we, you know, get into the to the dealings, the disappointing dealings of Manchester United. Got a few things to go off my chest. Uh, you know, get it off uh, your chest, mate. Get it off your chest. We were sold a dream. <laughs> that there'd be a number of additions. It was a rebuild. We were sold the dream. It was a rebuild. Do you know, do you know I was expecting five, four, five, six players to be brought in. Remind, oh, go ahead, remind, remind the listeners what your stadium nickname is. 
the fear of dreams. Uh-huh. Right now, it is a fear of nightmares. <laughs> fear of nightmares. Because right now, legit. T- today I had hope, but it's turned out to be a nightmare today, man. No dealings, in talks with nobody. Maybe Manzukic, but who? Manzukic is nothing like. Yeah. We needed guys that were gonna come in and add to the team. But listen, let me you know address what I really want to address, which yeah. is the dysfunction. For me, it starts at the top. Yeah, like the. Whatever you see on the pitch is a translation of how the, the organization is run. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? The the phase that we're going through right now is really take disappointing. Your time, take your time. <laughs> no, it really is disappointing, man. Like, and even, there's, there's just so many things to address that I don't know where to start. I yeah. don't know where to. Do you get what I mean? It goes back to what Van Hal was saying, like um, about how Manchester United put me in charge, but then to run the club, they put a guy who knows nothing about football. Ed Woodward. Ed Woodward is the main culprit for me. He is an idiot. He runs the f- the financial side, he runs the business side, and he runs the football side. But he hasn't got a clue what he's doing regarding football. For me, he's just a puppet. The Glazers, they want to make money. They're not worried about United winning trophies anymore. They don't want to be a winning organisation. Yeah. They want to make money. And do you know what's... That's what they're, they're like, about. Me. And Ed Woodward is their no, puppet. No, do you know what's crazy? So. You have the finances, the, the P's to do... What you need to do. No, but that's that literally highlights the fact that that's not their priorities. Yeah. Their priorities aren't winning. And that's evident because we have the money to pump into the team, yeah. spend money in order to obviously improve our chances. Of course, it's to win. clear. Do you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. if we spent peas, we could have brought in a Tillemons for who Leicester bought for 35 mil. That's chicken change to Manchester United. Literally. Instead, we made no additions to the midfield. Lost Ander Herrera. Lost Fellaini, who obviously isn't much of a loss, but we lost members of our midfield and we didn't make no additions. We lost Lukaku. Who do we bring in? Daniel James, a, Swan- a Swansea player. <laughs> For me, it just... Because you're a roadrunner, isn't it? Bro, like, he's a, he's a, you know, a young player that, you know, he can... But just not for now. He's yeah, not, exactly. He's not he's now, not, like, yeah, he's not someone that we can expect to, to contribute this season. Do you know what I'm saying? He's a project. Yeah. So, yeah, as I was saying, like, for me, this window just confirmed that United aren't about winning anymore. Mm. The ownership is focused on making money. Ed Woodward is just a puppet. He's there to, to make a lot of money doing his job and be be the mule for the for the Glazers, to be honest. I feel sorry for Oli. Yeah. Because the, the, the business... I mean, they told him that they're going to help, help bro, build bro. the team for him. I'm telling you, fam, and, and the, the, the business that we've done, obviously, we've brought in two quality players in Maguire, Wan-Bissaka, but we've only addressed the defence. Yeah. Our midfield is bad. We haven't got... Literally, we're relying on the likes of Andreas Pereira. We're relying on Scott McTominay. Yeah. Who I see upside in, but I don't see him being a like, starting calibre midfielder yeah, this season. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, he's he's, gonna he's more of a projection. He's going to have to fill in now and like pull his socks up. And, and do you get on this? Matic. Matic has fallen off a cliff. Yeah. Uh, who else have we got? Um, Fred. Fred. We haven't seen it from Fred. And Pereira, there's actually not a lot of quality there. Do you get what I'm saying? Like the midfield is literally abysmal, and and we didn't address it, which just shows to me that winning isn't a priority within Manchester yeah. United. And listen, I don't see how it's gonna get better from here. Even if we do input a director of football, yeah, can we trust that the money is gonna be pumped in? Do you know why wasn't the money? What's gonna change next summer compared to this summer? That's you what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, Why wasn't the money pumped in this, this summer? summer? We sold Lukaku, sold Lukaku for basically 75 mil and we yeah. spent 150. So our net spend is 75 mil. And we're Manchester even, United. That's not even the Maguire And it's supposed money. to be a rebuild. It's not even the Maguire money. 
teams like Wolves, teams like Everton, teams like Leicester are spending more peas than us. It's I think a, that just shows the direction of the club. Yeah. It's not about winning anymore. I mean, I mean, let's let's go into the transfers. Maguire, very good addition we, for me. We agreed that we'd give him an A minus as yeah, a signing. As a, yeah, and that's because he's a very good addition. He played a um, playing out the back yeah. football that yeah. Oli obviously wants yeah. to do. Very good at playing out the back. He's a he's a good defender. Aerially, he's, he is a beast. He, he's England's in, best defender, hundred percent. And I said he's a top five defender in the Premier League. I mean. That's something we can maybe look That's at. That's obviously debatable, yeah, but debatable. for me, I'd yeah, put yeah, yeah. him in the top five. Okay. I said it's uh, Van Dijk, Laporte, Alderweireld, Vertonghen, and that fifth spot is up for grabs. Who do you want? You want Rudiger? Do you yeah. want Maguire? Who else can we throw in there? Some people Mustafi. said Otamendi. Yeah, it's up. that fifth spot is up for grabs, and Maguire is definitely in that conversation. Yeah. So, yeah, as we as you said, we gave an A-plus for the Maguire. Some people question the no, price. A-minus, A-minus. A-minus. And that's just because... It, it was a position of need. Exactly. And we filled it with a quality player. Yeah. So, A-minus for that addition. Uh, Wan-Bissaka, I believe he'll prove himself to be the best... Uh, right back in the Premier League, better than Trent Alexander-Arnold. Yeah. Because he is miles better than him defensively. Yeah. And going forward, he may not be as good as Trent, but the gap between them defensively is a lot bigger than the gap offensively. And taking into account the price also, I believe 50 mil is a bit expensive. 60-60. No, 50. Adams. I love that. Okay, what, 55? Yeah. I'd (laughs) say that price is pretty decent because if Trent was sold right now, how do you think? How much do you think Liverpool will get for Trent? Yeah, they'll be screaming a huge fee for him. Like 75 80. Yeah, they will be trying to say he's basically the most expensive right back right now. In the world. Yeah. And so, he, obviously he's not worth that, but it's because of the market. Exactly. The My market, thing is, the market dictates the price. Maybe in another time I would have said, yeah, this is excessive, but more time you're going to have to pay that kind of fee for a Wan Bissaka. The problem is teams knew. There's basically the Man United tax. Teams know how much Man United And that's have. guaranteed on As every in, player, the United tax is like Maguire is probably valued, what, 60 mil? But yeah. the United tax slaps up to about 80, up. fam. Do you know what I'm saying? Got that VAT, so... I'm telling you, fam. But um, United's window as a whole, we gave them a D. <laughs> and because that's, that's more you anyway, because you're more inclined with the team, and I get why you're saying that. Fam, we addressed the defense. I'm yeah. happy about that. You know, we were leaking goals last season. We addressed the defense. The defense should improve drastically. However, as I said, we lost Herrera. We lost Fellaini. Yeah. Matic is not the same anymore. And just to remind, and we didn't add a midfielder. And just to remind the listeners, it's not the the grades aren't an average of the transfers. It's more to do with. Have they addressed the necessary issues within the team? Exactly. And then what's happening going forward? And going forward, Man United have Paul Pogba, Pereira, Fred, Matic, Matic McTominay. McTominay. That's literally it. In the midfield. And and the only guy that you can expect quality from is Paul Pogba. As in expect. Do you know what I'm saying? So you can't, there's no one else that you can say, oh, I know I'm going to get so and so and so from this guy. Exactly. Going into the season. Week in, week out kind of thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Paul Pogba's the only guy. And even Pogba. Sometimes can be a bit too like. I think a, a lot of it saying? is down to the fact that the, a there's lot of no quality around him. Exactly, exactly. exactly. No quality around. No, him. I agree. I agree. So he has to carry so much. He's the, the biggest scapegoat, probably the biggest scapegoat in terms of in the football. stars. Yeah, yeah. In football, if we think about it, let me think. Fam, of the top United, mind, maybe not. Yeah, United, United the biggest, the biggest club yeah, in the world. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, so no, and it is. Uh, not only the midfield, the, uh, up top we got rid of Lukaku. We made we made seventy five more from that. Replaced him with Dan James. 
I mean, it wasn't direct, but no, yeah, no, no, literally, like, we didn't. <laughs> no, that's we literally. basically did nothing to to help our, our attack. So, you know, United this season, we can only, we can only ask God to put us in the top four. To be honest, because yeah, I mean, I don't want you to to burst out with like with, I, I I have no expectations. I have no like. Even my emotional investment right now. Is yeah, not, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? It's not in our in our where we where, we, where I, we finish. I still need your passion for the rest of the episode. So I don't want United to be the reason. It might be new. Nah, it's calm, man. But Let's move on to uh, Arsenal, right? Arsenal. So fifth place last year. Yep. And um, they had a terrific window, as, as in terrific they had window. Boatloads of things to to address. To address. This was probably their Arsenal's best, best window in the, the in last nearly decade. a decade. Yeah. yeah. No, hands down. Probably since the, maybe when they bought Ozil and there was so much hysteria yeah, around yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like this has probably been Arsenal's best and Sanchez, yeah. This has probably been their best window. But um so Nicolas, Nicolas Pepe. Pepe. Seventy two mil. Fourteen point four per year. Jesus, what kind of deal is we that? We gave that what did they get that? We gave that an A minus. A minus, definitely. Obviously it wasn't a position of need. Yep. But it's still no, a quality edition. That's, exactly what I just that's to what it the is. quality is there. And Before I think that's one thing, because we were going to speak about Tottenham in terms of their additions. Mm. The difference between Tottenham and Arsenal is that Tottenham and Arsenal have bo- both bought players that they have not necessarily needed, mm. but the quality, the quality is, is there, different. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? That's exactly... No, I completely agree. I completely agree. Pepe is going to add so much. A player who's going to have the ball, who's going to be able to take on his man, he's going to be able to assist and also be able to score. And even, fam, the position of need is a bit dubious because Arsenal... It's true. Arsenal no, got actually, no wingers. No, they've got, got yeah, no yeah. wingers. In fact, I take and that they just back. sold it. I take be. that back. Yeah, they, it, it, was a, it was a position of need. Yeah. I take that back because Pepe, Pepe, yeah, yeah, Pepe is the winger now. Yeah, yeah, Pepe is the winger. He's that guy on the wing that you can, he'll probably bang every game. Yeah, Do you know what I'm saying. Hundred percent. So 100%. Um, yeah, and that fourteen point four per year is a bargain. A bargain. 14, do you like, don't get quality players? How many times do you get in those deals done in in installments? If anything, it's add-ons, not exactly. installments. So I think that aspect was was great for Arsenal. Yeah, exactly. definitely. Moving, Moving on, on to Tierney, twenty-five mil. We gave him a B plus. plus. Him, yeah, B plus. Yeah. Yeah. I think good addition, good addition, good player, good price. Yeah, and again a position of need. Like Monreal is obviously getting on now. Or Kalasnach. Kalasnach, we know is defensively a, exactly. He's it's not the guy you want defensively. So, from what he's shown, like he's the, like player. If I'm being honest, I'm not well stocked on Tierney. I yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah, I yeah, can't yeah, even yeah. predict how he's gonna do. Perform, and I yeah. feel like a lot of Arsenal fans because. They've heard that Tierney's coming. Mm. They've gassed him up a bit. Yeah, They've yeah, made yeah. him seem maybe a bit better than he actually like is. Like his alibis. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but we will see how he actually gets yeah. on. But, but I, I do think, think it's a B plus. Uh, yeah. As far as addressing a position of need and um, the price, 25 mil in this market. For a left back, that's quality. Which, you know, that's the Scottish record. By do you get, yeah. Which is crazy. It's actually But But um, yeah, 25 mil was a very good price. Uh, mm. So moving on now to David Luiz. David Luiz. Oh. Uh, we gave that a B minus. Should, should I take this one? You could take that. That's, that's your boy. Your David boy. Luiz. David Luiz. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I, I don't want to come across biased. So if I'm putting yeah exactly like like it all out there, it's a good sign. Exactly. Let me put the yeah. word and good to considering Koscielny literally just just left left and him. spat at the door on his way out. <laughs> spat at the door on that his way out. Tour of him taking off the Arsenal top. Yeah, literally spat. On the door, on the way out. Um, he's an experienced centre back, Ex- Premier League centre back. Premier League experience. Won 
two Premier League titles. Exactly. And look at the price, man. Eight million pounds. Eight million pounds for, for an experienced for starting calibre defender, defender in today's market. He starts the attacks for them from the back as well. Something exactly. they've needed. Passing defender. Exactly. So he's a good sign. Of course, there's the problems. Um, the fact that he loses concentration. But then again, let's say that's a Libra Dom. Oh, yeah, when he he's comes the replacement. Back, yeah, he is the replacement. He's, 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 exactly. Yeah, when he comes. He's the long-term uh, future at that centre-back yeah. position. 100%. And Saliba, watching him at St. Etienne last year. Quality. Quality defender. So, I guess Luis is just a stopgap. And when Saliba's ready, exactly. he'll and be if, that guy. I can't lie, as an Arsenal but, fan, if I was an Arsenal fan, yeah. if Luis, you're telling me that's the stopgap yeah. to Saliba, Fam, take that's, that, that yeah, every day that's of the calm. week. That's calm. So really Luis has got experience. I mean, hold it down. For Can't now, complain. some Arsenal fans will complain that he's a reject. Obviously, yeah. Chelsea. However, but, you know, I don't think Arsenal fans can complain. I've all the rejects that I've all the rejects Arsenal have signed in in the history of football. So exactly. Dusk, Willacci, well, Beck, Dalstrom, well, Beck. Uh, all these Ruiz is probably the best one. That's true. That's true. So uh, moving on, Martinelli. Martinelli. I mean, we put Martinelli and Saliba in the same in the same bracket. bracket. Yeah, Saliba. Is, yeah, exactly. Young. Yeah, exactly. But twenty-seven mil for the, for Saliba is a lot. So. When he comes, I'm expecting a lot from him. Yeah. But then again, for a young centre-back with upside, upside yeah. maybe 27 mil might turn out to be a bargain. Good price, exactly. So, and lastly, Sabalos on loan. On loan. We gave that a B plus. Yeah. Because he obviously is a Real Madrid product. Yeah. And proven quality. The thing about Sabalos... Just won, what did he win? Under he just won under 21 Cup. euros. Euros. So, it's, pr- it's like undoubted quality. And my thing about Sabalos as well is that what Arsenal have done is that they've bought a crossbreed between... Santi and Ramsey. Mm. So in Santi, they've got someone who can link the defence, get yeah, bring the ball up, yeah, and link it to the attack. Yeah, and then they've also got a Ramsey who gets him in the box, gets himself in good positions, gets yeah. himself in the box. So it's a crossbreed, and that's mm. what and that's a very good player to buy. Yeah, exactly. you just got a two and one basically. Did they have an option to buy on him? No, they didn't have an option. That's what one of the things. Yeah, you know, you know, he ain't trying to leave. He's Real not, Madrid he's not trying to leave Real Madrid. But um, <laughs> as a whole, you know. We gave Arsenal an A for this win. Hundred percent, fam. They sold very good Iwobi for for forty mil. Forty. Let me let me put that out. There. That is wow. Iwobi got sold wow. to Everton for forty million pounds. That's crazy. He's not English, by the way. He plays for Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> just remember that. Nigeria. Just remember no, that. Forty mil for Alex Iwobi is brilliant. A business. player who has not scored more than four Premier League goals in a season. How many? Like twelve goals in a hundred appearances. Or Eleven goals in a hundred appearances for Arsenal. Alex Iwobi went for 40 mil. <laughs> 40 mil, right? I'm worth 40 no, that mil. Is, that's, I'm worth 40 that, mil. You know, that could push me to give Arsenal an A+. Plus. Just that piece of business. <laughs> Just that piece of business. How did they get 40 mil for what? Iwobi? What? Nah, 100%. <laughs> Arsenal Football Club. Arsenal. That Ra- Raul um, Sanelelli guy. Yeah, he is coming and... Coming and just... Um, done bits. As in... Arsenal, Arsenal fans should be singing his name in the stadium. When literally. They literally. They should forget about um, Kroenke. Kroenke and the rest Raul. of Raul. They should be shouting his name from Trust the mountain me. tops. Uh, but yeah, as a, as a whole, we gave them an A. Yeah. And I think they've had... Out of the top six, they probably had... They probably had with with Man City. We'll get there. Yeah. They, they probably had the, had the best, best window. window. Yeah. 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 Address that issue. And I'd even say... Uh, their one's better than City in relative wise because of the number the exact issues, issues that they, they had. Addressed. And it wasn't even, at first it wasn't realistic for them to address all those issues. Now this this is a quality window for Arsenal. And I'm, expect, I'm, I'm happy. Expecting. I'm happy for my boys, our Arsenal fans. Do you get what I mean? I'm happy for them. They're not going to be down in the Can be happy. United didn't do the business as opposed yeah. to Chelsea <laughs> on a transfer ban. Can yeah, be, happy, be, happy, for be happy for Arsenal? Congratulations, Arsenal. <laughs> but um, moving on to Spurs. Yeah. Undombele, sixty-three mil for Very. me. Mm. Very, very, very. You even addition. was saying arguably the best signing of the window. Of the, yeah, arguably yeah. for me because 
Tottenham's starting eleven is is quality, quality up and down the pitch. Yeah. So replacing a, a Wanyama and Dembele with Undembele, literally that's literally the only hole that they had in their starting eleven. Yeah. And they filled it with a quality player. So and Undembele, we gave that a yeah, hundred percent. And what Undembele does is he's got the ability to break down play. Yeah. But also be able to distribute. Exactly. And that's the problem exactly. with Bakayoko. That's what Chelsea wanted because Bakayoko did that at Monaco. Yeah. But for some reason, he was not able to translate Trans- his game yeah. into English football. But Ndombele, I have no doubt that he's going to be very good. He's going to be quality. From, I, have watched, quality. I watched him in a preseason game against Real Madrid. He balled out. Balled out. As in, looked very, very comfortable. And in 63 mil in today's climate. It's not Good bad price. Not bad at good all. Price. I feel like 63 mil, that's a from good the French price. League as well. Especially if that's the piece that you're missing. Do you get what I'm saying? Exactly. That's the one piece when that you're you not missing. Miss- when you're missing. Look, if piece. we go through Spurs team, Harry Kane, Deli Ali, Ericsson, Son. It's still got Lucas Moura there. Yeah. You got um what's his name? Winks and got Wanyama, Sissoko. Exactly. You still got the Tongan or the Virod. You've got a very good team exactly. from goalkeeper to forward. Exactly. So good good deal with Ndombele. Uh Lacelso now. On loan. Yeah, loan deal so option to buy. Fifty five mil. I thought it was a good signing. I would have given it a better grade had they gotten rid of um Ericsson because that would be obviously them addressing the need. But I do give them credit for Adding depth because that was their problem. Yeah, so on the other hand, it's the depth issue exactly. that they've addressed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. They've addressed the depth issue. We gave the Lasso edition a B minus. B minus. And one of the I think the major reason is the the need. Exactly. So Lasso is a good player. Yeah, very good. But he's just he's not what takes you over the top. Exactly. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. He's, 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 he's more of like a depth edition. Depth based edition. And he's a he's a really and truly he's a PSG reject and a lot of people <laughs> Or a lot of people or fans that I've spoken to haven't really heard or watched him a lot. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. just know about him. He's yeah. just been there, there and there and thereabouts. Yeah. So Lo is basically another kind of Sabayos type of player. He links the midfield to the attack. Yeah. Kind of get brings the ball from the defense as well. Yeah. So he does all of those roles very well. So. But I think it was a good uh, addition as far as addressing their depth issues. Yes. Yes. Which definitely. was last season. That was their main main problem. So, uh, so lastly, Sessegnon. Ryan Sessegnon. Thirty-five mil. I, I think, think he had an underwhelming season for someone that was supposed to be the most promising yeah, guy yeah. coming from the championship. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He wasn't. It was underwhelming. Didn't from... set the league on fire. Yeah. But um, thirty-five mil. I don't know. He's going to be compared to Tierney, and Tierney was twenty-five. Oh yeah, because they, they want to play him fullback or wing. Yeah, exactly. That's another aspect. So that's another thing. I don't really know where they want to play him. Exactly. Because a stumbling block to the still was the fact that they were saying your f- the first option we want you to play is fullback, fullback. left back, and they've already got Ben Davis. They've got Ben Davis and Danny Rose. They didn't exactly. They didn't Danny get Rose. rid of Danny Rose. So. so so they got three starting three starting caliber left, left backs. backs. Like there's no. It's a bit of like a clog. At I the mean, position. that means that, I guess that maybe they'll give him a chance in, at, in the wing. But then you've got Son, you've got Lucas, Lucas Mora, you've got Ericsson, Ali. They kind of, there's not, they don't have wingers. They don't always, yeah, they don't always go with the wingers. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we'll see. And there's even still Lamella. We forget about Lamella. Oh my days! And he was actually decent off the bench last season. A good player to just bring up. So yeah, uh, as a whole, we as gave whole, Tottenham yeah. a B plus. And a, a big reason as to why B plus, they did address depth issues, but one deal that I just don't get is getting rid of Trippier. I do not get that. I do not get for 20 that whatsoever. Mil. For 20 mil, firstly. And secondly, who's his replacement? Exactly. Kyle Walker-Peters? Juan <laughs> Fourth. Listen, those men aren't ready to be starters on... And Spurs... Spurs, uh, they finished fourth last season. Yeah. yeah. But... Oof, I don't know, man. Like, 
their fullbacks were supposed to be their strength. It's so just, I don't know about. It's just like you're supposed to build on your strength, you know not Spurs, get rid yeah, of. What's funny is that they just leave you wanting more. Yeah, like, like they've got so weird. much potential. They have one of the best starting elevens. In they the arguably league, had the best down. partnership for two years, centre back partnership. Exactly, and arguably the best striker in the league. And Harry Kane, so bro, they're just always. Uh, I just leave don't you know. wanting more. Yeah, I just don't know. But yeah, as we said, we gave them a B plus. Yep. And uh, I, I give them credit for addressing their depth issues, but that right back spot is going to be something they'll need to address. Hundred percent. And even saying that, in saying that, actually, to be fair, because Aurier is never fit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Aurier is not fit. fit. Kyle Walker Peters has not proven himself. Yeah, he has not proven. Himself. So hmm. we'll yeah, see. We'll move on to your club, Chelsea. I mean, we were we already know what's going on with the transfer van. <laughs> But yeah, we, exactly. we were able to make a few deals. So Pulisic, obviously, we made that deal in January. Yep. Got, became 58 mil, though. I feel that is expensive. However, in the current market, you know, it's not a bad price. For, for, for a winger. Considering it will be, we just sold for 40 mil. <laughs> Pulisic. It will be, has I'm, to be the benchmark. Exactly. I'm sorry to say. And Pepe at 72. You know, so Pulisic is the bracket ex- under that. Do you get what I mean? So, so 58. And... Think about the market as well. Wingers who can score and assist so have exactly, the ability to yeah. do both. We gave that um, addition a B plus also. Yeah. So Pulisic is a B plus, especially losing Hazard. We did need a winger. hundred percent. So Pulisic came in. Hundred percent. It wasn't even that we. I think actually, you know, to be fair, because we bought him in January, we did envisage Hazard to leave. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, when things happen behind the scenes, but they try yeah, to make it seem like exactly, he's going to stay. Exactly. Hazard was always going, so we needed Pulisic, and mm-hmm. then moving on to Kovacic. Yep. I believe, I do believe we only bought Kovacic because of the transfer ban. Yeah, because you yeah. needed to bring in someone. As in, just to fill out the squad. Yeah, exactly. Kovacic knows the team well now after a year playing together exactly. with the team. Yeah. And my thing is... 40 mil. 40 not mil. a bad price. Not bad. In not a bad price. Today's Same price as like Tillemans. Same price as it will be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let go of this. It won't be worth for 40 mil. We gave the um, the Kovacic edition a C plus. Because, you know, it wasn't like uh, a black like <laughs> Quality edition. It was, it was also like the circumstances exactly, substantial. Yeah, exactly. And the thing, but I do want to say though about Kovacic that he's got um very good ability, like technical ability. Yeah. He just needs to translate that into stats. Yeah, exactly. Like so, stats aren't everything, but in his case, fam, he, he needs, needs to, a bit yeah, more. Like we need, yeah, we need to see a bit more from him. I think going forward, he needs to like find that cutting edge pass. And yeah, you know what I mean? like, but to be fair, from preseason, what I've been seeing is that Kovacic isn't supposed to be near the ball. He's supposed to bring the ball up and feed the guys feed that are running guys towards the goal. Do you exactly. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I want to see more I don't from mind him because I think he's quality. Like even when he went to Madrid, I thought, hey, this is a. Big time addition. So yeah, I think he's still got the quality within him. But again, I mean, as a whole, I mean, it is a C, just a standard C. As yeah, a we whole. gave Chelsea a C on their window. Um, you know, the, the loss of Hazard was yeah, a major, killer. major hell. But to get Pulisic and Kovacic with a ban, exactly. considering the ban, exactly. we're able to register these players. Exactly, it means a lot to Chelsea. I can't lie to you. So, I mean, hopefully, when Hudson Odoi and Loftus Cheek come back, those are new signings, kind of. Guess so. And Guess so. Then you've got Zuma, Fikeo, um, Mount, and Mason, and yeah. Bashwai, yeah, exactly. and Tammy. So, yeah, so exactly. Those are yeah. a lot of players coming back. And yeah, well. you men are investing in the young Gs. Uh, so lastly, Liverpool. No, second to last. Oh, sorry, yeah, second oh, to last. No. My bad. Uh, Liverpool. They make many additions, like two youngsters. Yeah, Harvey Elliott. So that's the youngest ever Prem from from Fulham. Fulham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Youngest ever Premier League player to make his debut. 
yeah, more of a project. Vandenberg as well. Yeah. Another project as well. I think, just to, to make a quick point on Liverpool, mm. I think, even though they do have enough players and they do have a like squad depth, mm. for them not to improve, it's a bit ignorant. Yeah, it is. I actually agree. And the thing is, they were this, this close. They, they should have won the league. league. They were 10 points clear. Exactly. With a few games to go. 10 points clear with a game in hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But really, truly, they were 7 points clear. And they should have... No, you know what? Liverpool messed up. We it actually is. had down that we give them a C, but I think it could be a D. Because or a C minus. C minus. If you D. think... And I, I agree with you, because if you think... When you're it, at the top, you have to strengthen. You have to strengthen. You have to that's strengthen. the mistake a lot of teams make. I think that's the mistake Chelsea teams have made in the past. Yeah. Not strengthening when you've just won the league. Exactly. It, fam, you can't use the same players. Trust me. You get found out, fam. Because everyone else is going to strengthen. Everyone's getting better around you. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, Liverpool, you know, Liverpool's not an cool. impressive window at yeah. all. Uh, and lastly, Man, Man City. The, the, the OGs. Trust me. Oh, God. The Babbers. Tops. Literally. <laughs> so, they added Rodri. 60 mil. 60 and mil. I think that's quality. I think that's a good addition. You know, uh, the Fernandinho replacement. Heir apparent to Fernandinho. Yeah. Fernandinho is 34 years old now. Yeah. And I think another little nuance about that deal is the timing of it. Exactly. Fernandinho's got what, probably about one, one, two, one two years. Exactly. So, Let's say Fernandinho plays out this season as the guy at that uh, CDM position. Yeah. Uh, give Rodri one year to integrate himself into yeah. England, get comfortable with him, Man City. Yeah. The following year, bow, put make make him the starter and replace Fernandinho. What I love so much about Pep is that with this deal as well. Let's go back to timing, but in another aspect, yeah. this deal was done ages ago, like probably one trust of the first me, two weeks trust of the window. Me. That's what I'm, exactly we said. I like about Pep. If he knows what he wants, he goes and gets go it. Go and get it. It's that and simple. I don't like the idea that City, they have the money and then they splash it out. City have probably spent spent their They're money the spent, wisest in the, the world, wisest, probably. Exactly. Every player Pep has bought, almost every player, apart from maybe Claudio Bravo, has been a hit. And even Bravo now, as the second choice keeper, makes sense. Trust me. Team in the community, Shield, man of the match. Doing bits. So, Rodri Defoe and A, you then yeah, go Rodri gave and get a. Cancelo. I don't know and what this, sorry. This price <laughs> stunned me. 25 mil. They valued Danilo at £34 million. Pounds. And then added 25 mil on top of that to get Cancelo. So, they gave 25 mil and Danilo to get Cancelo. That is unreal. A brilliant, brilliant piece of business. As in, they deserve a handshake from yours truly. <laughs> no, hundred percent. Like they're building on their strengths. Their fullbacks are their strengths, and they're building on that position. And you still Cancelo, got you can put him at the right back. You can put him left at the back. left back. You still got Mendy to come back. You still got Mendy. You still got Carl Walker. And then you buy Angelino back from PSV. Yeah, exactly. You so got, got another left back. And you still got depth there with Zinchenko. Played the position for exactly. a year now, so you can slot like, him in if you want. The team literally has no weaknesses, and that's the at reason all, why I all. think they will win the league again. Exactly. They just have no So, yeah, we gave the Cancelo edition an A, yeah. and Rodri an A as well. And overall, we gave their window an A. Literally. Like, it's arguably an A+, plus, but the only thing is, I didn't want to give them a higher rating than Arsenal, no, Arsenal yeah, because exactly. Arsenal actually addressed a number of issues. A number of issues, and it's just been quality from them. Exactly. Due to the incompetence that we always expect from <laughs> Arsenal. Trust me, so, uh, yeah. I mean, City, kudos to City, man. Kudos to City. I mean, in doing that now, so we've got all the grades of our top six. Now we're just going to look at maybe our personal choices or personal picks on who could break into the top six. Indeed. Indeed. So, you go first. Why not? My team was Leicester. Yeah. Uh, Premier League winners once upon a time. Once upon a time. <laughs> Made some good additions. Ayose Perez, who yeah. is a... 
Controversial oh, yeah. player. Controversial player. One of my boys say the worst player in the league. Really? <laughs> no, really? No, big man thing. Wait, why doesn't he like him, though? It just says he's dead. No quality. Nah, nah. It was a no, I, I think that's yeah. harsh. Like, I yeah. actually like... Worst Ayose. player in the league, come on. It's harsh. When, exactly. when I'd, rather, I'd rather had Ayose over Iwobi. Do you know what I'm saying? for 40 mil. And I use it for 30 <laughs> mils. I think that's a good... And they lost Okazaki. Yeah. So they addressed their depth issues. They basically signed a better version. Exactly. Okazaki 2.0. Exactly. And he can play out wide as well. Yeah. So another addition they made was Tillemont. Tillemont. Who oh, Man United messed up by not going after. What's Quality player. Still young. Still what? What's a 22, 23 years Around old. that age gap. Hard baller, hard baller. Was captain of uh, Andrelic at what? Age 19. Exactly. Tillemont's baller. Bought him for 35 mil. It's quality. Brendan Rodgers did very well. Their midfield is looking dangerous. And Diddy, Madison, and Madison. Diddy and Leicester. I've got a little team there. Uh, they also added that Pratt guy. Oh, Pratt. Uh, yeah, Dennis Pratt from Sampdoria. 18 mil. It's going to be another quality addition. So depth adds depth. Adds depth to the team. The only issue I had with Leicester was the Maguire. They didn't replace Maguire. Yeah, Johnny Evans and Wes Morgan. And and that's a that's a tough partnership. The third centre-back is um, to hold it down defensively. So, so Yonku. Turkish guy. He hasn't proved it in the hasn't Premier really League. So. so I think they'll they might need to add a centre back in January if they want to finish top six. But they've made some good additions, making Tillemans permanent and adding Ayose. I think I think considering United are, are, are a shit show right now, <laughs> <laughs> literally, you know, Leicester could find themselves seeking in the top six. Who you got? Who I've got? Wolves, Wolverhampton Wanderers. I mean, they literally just splash the cash, don't they? Fine. Wolves are spending more people than United, bro. Confirmed Jimenez, 30 mil after the quality strike. Wonderful had. season. And then adding more firepower by getting Patrick Cotron. Exactly. Once upon a time, Chelsea wanted him to be our main striker. Good price as well, Good 23, price, 23 mil. mil from AC. AC wanted to get rid of a player just to FFP yeah, balance yeah, yeah. the books. Yeah. So they got rid of Cotron. They also added Jesus Vallejo. Yep. So he's a centre back from Real Madrid. They got him on loan, and he's an. And one of the things that I was talking about to my boys about Wolves is that they needed to address just the centre back area. Yeah. So so that they could move Dendonko further forward. Yeah, yeah. Stop yeah. playing him in the back. Yeah. You have Bolly, you have Cody, and then you also yeah, have yeah, yeah. Jesus Vallejo. Yeah. So and then you've got Doherty, Johnny, exactly. as the as the wing backs. Yeah. So I think Wolves, what they've done is that they've looked at. The problems, or well, not even problems, but they've looked at areas of improvement. Yeah, where they're weak and, and they just strengthened it. And then obviously making them don't call permanent. I think that was another good deal. Yeah, exactly. He had a good Andale. season. He had a very good season because he came came in late as well. Yeah. And the thing about Wolves now is going forward. Obviously, the only problem is that they're in the Europa League, and mm. I think they will qualify to the main draw because I think they're better than the teams that they're facing. Yeah. But what Wolves have done is that they've built a very good squad. Yeah. That know each other, exactly. play so they'll be able to way. cope with the Europa League and the Premier League. Games. Hopefully they will. The only reason why they wouldn't cope is because of depth. injuries, injuries or depth. Yeah, yeah. basically depth. Same thing. Yeah. So basically the problems that Burnley had mm. managing the squad when they yeah, were in Europe. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, but I I do have a lot of faith in Wolves. Wolves have a, a style and an identity, and they stick with it. Bro, last season was such an impressive season. Such an impressive season. So if they build from that, they could find themselves seeking in the top six as well. Yeah. So definitely, I agree with all of that. So with the NBA season approaching, we're expecting uh, some of the young guys in the league to take a big leap. Mm-hmm. You know, we're expecting the third and fourth year players to to to, to reveal themselves as all stars or up and coming players in the league. 
second year players, first year players, you know, we're expecting a lot from them. Uh, Bleacher Report has put together a list of top 10 players under the age of 23. Yeah. At number 10, they've gone with Shea, who has just traded to OKC for Paul George. Yeah. At number 9, they've gone with Brandon Ingram. Number 8, Jaron Jackson Jr. Number 7, Trey Young. Number 6, Jamal Murray. Number 5, Devin Booker. Number 4, Jason Tatum. Number 3, De'Aaron Fox. Number two, Zion Williamson. Oh my days. These guys need to stop this. <laughs> this guy hasn't done anything. He hasn't played. And number one, they've gone with Luka Doncic. Oh, this guy hasn't played a game and he's second. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> so uh, as they have put together their list of top 10 guys under 23, we would like to do so ourselves. Mm. So my list at number 10, mm-hmm. you going with I go with... Shea Gilgis Alexander at number 10 for me. Yeah. You know, uh, I think he's his ceiling is a bit overhyped. Do you think so? In the media. I don't think he's going to be like a 20 and 10 guy. I don't see him being that guy. I think he's... I, be, he I see him have... being like a good all-round player. Yeah. Because he can defend. Yeah, He can yeah. play, make. Yeah. He can shoot. He can shoot, yeah, yeah. And he can... But I don't see him being like a like a... One or two option on it. Like on a I'm trying to team. actually think. Go through the league. Who's like an all round player with, like Brogdon? He'll be like a Brogdon type guy. Mm. But even mm. then, Brogdon is a is he can be considered as a sniper, and Shea's not really a sniper. Hey, that's a, that's what I'm saying. Like, Brogdon's so, even better than Shea. Yeah. Like, Shea's you know not that, gonna be. You know that like FIFA diamond where they show what you're dealing yeah, with. Yeah, he's a li- he's literally a hexagon. Like, yeah, exactly. All his areas are equal strength. Yeah, yeah, But he hasn't got one skill that you're like, wow, this is going to make mm. him special. I think he can become a very good playmaker though. I think, I think so. he, I prefer his cousin, Nikhil Walker. Nikhil Walker, yeah, 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 yeah. I prefer him. He's at um, uh, New Orleans. New Orleans this year. That's so, a good I expect, him, I expect yeah. a big year from him. Shay, uh, no, my number 10, um, at number 10, I've gone with um, Jaron Jackson Jr. That's my guy. Yeah. Trey J, Triple J. Um, like, he's at Memphis right now. Yeah, he's in Memphis. And Memphis are doing a very good thing right now with the team that they're trying to they build. they got Jar. Jar's going to be Jar. Jar's gonna be special. And it's going to work together for them because Jaron Jackson, obviously, he's a good defender, very good rebounder as well. Can shoot the free. Can shoot the free. So, he's literally Protects a f- the rim. free and D guy. Can and he can play the four and he can play the five. Exactly. So, he's someone that, going forward, he's got a lot of potential. A lot of potential, 100%. And it's something that, like... He's just, he's just, he's he basically like a, what's it, um, onion. Exactly. Revealing the layers. I expect it. him to, like, his ceiling for me, obviously, is not prime KG. Yeah. But KG in his Celtics days. Okay, Celtics you know days, I mean? yeah. Not the first option. Exactly. Maybe not yeah, the second, but he's there. Exactly. Second and or third. Big time contributor on a good team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Brilliant defender, can shoot a little, and is just a team player. But, yeah. um, as I said, Joan Jackson Jr., but, my number nine guy. He was number nine on my list. He was number nine on your list. Number nine on my list. And then number nine on my list was Shea. In my opinion, I think they're interchangeable. Yeah. Because I think... If you were to take one, though... I'd take, take Jordan Jackson Jr. for me. Same. I just think he's got more to him. Exactly. Yeah. And he can... He, yeah, he's got more... Like, you know, Shea's got... And he's um, got... He's more skilled for his yeah, position. For his definitely. position, he's more skilled. Yeah. Because he can shoot, protect the rim. Mm. And he's got a bit of a handle, fam. Mm. You see that little game winner hit on LeBron last oh, season? Oh, yeah, it's true, to be fair. Bro, Jaron Jackson Jr., he can play. And he's going to be... Now Mark Gasol's gone. Mike yeah. Conley's gone. Exactly. It's his team. So, so I'm got, expecting a lot from Jaron Jackson got, Jr. Um, number, number eight. Number eight. 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 Number eight. eight. Yeah, I've got uh, Brandon Ingram. Okay. B.I. 
But yeah, I love Bi. Like, like I, but I think he's gonna he's gonna struggle to get implemented this season for the Pelicans because they got so many guys. Just a quick question though: Who do you think will be? Because this is one thing I've been thinking about a lot though. Who's gonna be the primary scorer for the Pelicans? Drew uh, Holiday. Drew Holiday is okay, gonna yeah, be I the number. I just forgot about him. Yeah, yeah Drew Holiday is okay, gonna be number, number two. Scorer. Who's gonna be number two? Do you think it'll be uh, Bi Zion, um, JJ, Lonzo? JJ just averaged eighteen a game. Exactly. So. I'd say it'd be B.I. and then Z- JJ B.I. Starting. and Zion. No, JJ's not Exactly. Starting. JJ's coming up from the bench, so he'll he'll get buckets when he's playing, but he's not going to get much minutes. Yeah, exactly. And don't sleep. they still got Josh Hart who needs to play, yeah. and they got Nikhil Alexander-Walker who need, who's proved that he, can, he, he, can he should play. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, but I'm expecting B.I. I'm not going to project his stats, but I think he'll struggle to fit in because they've got so many options. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Lonzo needs the ball. Mm. Um, Drew Holiday needs the ball. I think that ball. was one of the problems at the Lakers as well. Exactly. They were trying to get everyone to be able to maybe bring the ball up exactly. the court, get everyone exactly. to score, when get everyone to... B.I., he needs the ball. Do you exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. And he's not that good of a three-point shooter. He's more of like a mid-range guy. Yeah. He likes to create his own shot. Exactly. And he's not going to have the ball he's enough. a good inside game as well. Yeah, and he can finish around the rim. But I think... Yeah, but he needs to uh, have the ball in his hands more to see his maximum potential. Yeah. So I think he'll play well. He's a good defender as well. I think he'll play well, but I think he'll struggle to get integrated in uh, this Pelicans team just yeah. because... And Zion, fam, that's the number one pick. He's going to... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they need him to have through. the ball. Like He's yeah. going to be like... like uh, Not number one option, but he's going to be... Number two, number three. Exactly. They won't, the they, they won't even pick. put a lot of pressure on him, but he will... Want to get his stats up and, exactly. well. and the Pelicans will want to inflate his stats. Exactly. Yeah, they're gonna give him touches in the post yeah, and stuff 100%. like that. Do you know what I'm saying? 100%. So, but I do expect Bi in the long run to be a very good player, very very good right. player, unique player, fam. Wingspan, good defender, can shoot it. He yeah. needs to improve his free, but he can shoot it. Uh, good playmaker, can run the point, can do so many different things. So. Yeah. I expect him to, to be good. I'm moving on swiftly. Number seven. No, yeah. you're number eight. Oh, you're number no, eight. No, my B. number eight is B.I. as well. Oh, okay, so I've, just said, I've agreed with you. Yeah, yeah, that's calm. Number seven. Number seven. Who have you got? I've got Zion at number seven. Zion. So have I. They had him at number two. Bruv, this guy I have him at has number not done, seven. Even, the thing is, yeah, fair enough, yeah, we're putting him at number seven. And it's because I don't want to, um, like, gather the, the wrath of... Um, <laughs> Of basketball <laughs> fans out there, but Zion, in my opinion, like there's there's a legitimate case to put Bi above him as well no, because I agree, fam, I agree. Zion I hasn't played a game in NBA exactly in and the he's NBA. Not, he's not. He like, played he played a half in summer league. Yeah, obviously he ripped the ball from. Um, he did he rip the ball from, out of um, oh, Kevin, Kevin Knox, Knox, yeah, of the Knicks. <laughs> that was funny still, but fam, he hasn't played the NBA game, and this guy is being number two. The next LeBron, trust like me, kind no, of hype, like Devin, he's above Devin Booker. Two. Devin Booker we'll been twenty five. The guys that they, guy. leaked, they they put him, gave him some church elevation. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I, I think like he has a ceiling. Like, I like him. No, of and course he's, he's, he's but he is capped. Yeah, he's, he's not someone I see being able to control his body type. Like yeah, like you know you need that IQ, that kind of um, you need to know your body type, know what your body can take, know your game, know your game. Like I don't know his. His game yet, like yeah, exactly. Because you can't just rely on what, like the dunk and the yeah, excessive yeah. That's not, power. That's not, that's not, that's not, that's not all star. That's not superstar type exactly. ability. Do you know what I mean? He's gonna need to develop his skill more, like Blake. Exactly. You know the way Blake has grown. The way game. Blake is shooting free shooting, now. What? what? He's gonna Damn. need to. But the way I see him developing, like I feel like he'll be a Draymond mm. on steroids. Okay. So like big time rebounder. Yeah. Who have good average around five, six, seven assists a yeah. game. 
good scorer, but I don't see him being a number one option. Yeah, I hear that. That that's my problem with Zion. I don't see him being the number one option on the championship team. Okay, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? And a lot of guys uh, further up on this list, they have that. And one thing thing people forget as well, someone like Draymond as well has that mean streak in them. Zion's a bit of a nice boy. Exactly. Like I don't know how he's gonna be when people are trying to bully him. Especially come playoff time. You know, come playoff time. That's if they get not for the nice guys, fam. That's if they get to the playoffs. But yeah, yeah, moving on at number six, I got Trey Young. Got Trey Young, so have I. Trey Young, Trey Young, boy, I like that guy. Like, yeah. I have the only reason why I haven't got him higher on this list is because the guys on this list are above him. I've done a lot more while they've been in the league. Do you okay, know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. he's gonna need to to and do Trey, more. Trey kind of, but his upside is top three on this list. Him mm. at his best, I, I see him being a twenty-five and ten guy. Twenty-five at, 10, at yeah. his best, yeah. And I, I don't disagree with that in his prime. MVP conversation. He, what did he average last year? 20 and 8. 20 and 8, as, 20 and as, a, as, 8 a as a rookie. Yeah. No, that's very good. And, and the Hawks have got a good thing going. Like They're oh, drafting yeah. some good players. Yeah. Uh, who did they get? DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter and draft. Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish. Oh, yeah. Fam, they got some guys. Got John, Collins. John Collins. They got um, Kevin Herter. Exactly, Kevin Herter as well. Fam, no, they, they got, got some ballers. Got some ballers there. I do agree with that. So, well. yeah, I expect Trey Young to be special as the years come. Alright, so number five. Who you got number five? Number five for me is Jamal Murray. Oh, no way. Jamal Murray is number five no for me. Way. I like Jamal Murray. I I think my expectations for him are a bit high because obviously he was in the playoffs. Yeah, and so why is he not Jokic. higher on your list? If your expectations for him are high. Because when I watched him play in the playoffs, I was not impressed. Like, he was getting locked up by Derek White. Do you remember? Like, <laughs> <laughs> remember that time? Like, well, against Derek, the Spurs. Fam, Derek White was dropping like 30 and... Uh, Bloody uh, Jamal Murray weren't doing work. Like, yeah, that's supposed to be that backup feel, point guard as well. He was impressive. Like I like Jamal Murray. He, he played well in the playoffs, but no, he did. There was glimpses of when I thought, bro, this guy. Like, no, but then if it, he's not getting buckets, what is he doing? One thing you have to remember though is that um, he's young as well. He's yeah, still under twenty three. Yeah, that's and what I said. I'm being if harsh. You look at, if you look at this list, and he's he's the only player that got to. The, he was in the Western Conference playoffs. Yeah, and he made it to the second round. Exactly, and he made it to the second round. Yeah, yeah, and he's and, the only guy. And he's the number two option on that team. The number two. That's why I said I'm being harsh on him. because. Like, and he's the steady progress. Bro, last year he averaged 18 and 5, 18 and 6. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, and that's of, only going to get back. And he just got the big bag. He just got the big exactly bag. He got the big bag. Five years, one seven. He deserves it. Yeah, so, you know, I don't want to be too harsh on him, but at the same time... But you go with... I go with him at number five. Yeah. I go with him at number five. Number five, I went with Devin. Devin Booker. I mean, he's... That's he's, low for me, bro. Nah, he's quality. Like, even the, the year that just passed, he averaged 25 and... 25, seven assists. Six? Seven assists. Oh, seven assists. Oh, yeah, 6.8, seven. Yeah. yeah. Very impressive season. His numbers he's were good, but his team. numbers were will always be good. And my thing is as well, especially speaking to a lot of guys, a lot of, t- a lot of my basketball guys as well, mm. and what they made me see is that, fam... As much as those um, stats look good, his playmaking is not as good as the assists suggest. Yeah, I feel you. Like, because they don't really have a point guard, so he's it's true carrying most of the. I feel like responsibility. A smart player would have, uh, like, m- made use of DeAndre Ayton a bit more. Yeah, I feel you. Do you get what I mean? I because you. that partnership should work really yeah, and truly. It should be a big if you're a very good player. That should that should be like better than Trey and Jaren Jackson exactly, Jr. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, uh, Trey and John Collins. Oh, and, Trey and John Collins and, and Jar and Jar and Jaren Jackson Jr. Jr. Because as a duo, Devon's very good. Aiton's very good. Aiton, number one pick, fam. Exactly. So, boy. But for me, Devon's got 
upside, like very supreme upside. No inside game and an inconsistent three point shooter. Obviously, people are sleeping on. I think inconsistent's a bit harsh. I'd say he's a he's still got to improve, but he's a volume shooter and he he doesn't even get he doesn't average what is thirty five percent. From three, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Something like, around there. I think he even had a down year, like exactly. And he's a volume shooter. Like if I was to look at his stats on how many shots he was to take a game, bruv, it's not, it's not promising. No, I feel you, but at the same time, I feel like when he's on a good enough team, mm. he's a guy that can close games. For I you. agree with that. He can close games for you, hundred. He's proven that he can close team, games. Yeah. Also, uh, he can create his own shot with mm. ease. Like those skills in come playoff time, mm. those are valuable, valuable, valuable skills. I see him as like a, a better version of CJ. Him at his best mm. is like a better version of CJ. And CJ is one of my favorite players. But Booker, I, his his jump shot is so smooth. Yeah, it is. It's nice. He can it? close games. Like I feel like he's got big time upside. Mm. So what who have you got at number four? Uh, number four for me is De'Aaron Fox. Same. I've got De'Aaron Fox. My Westbrook. Yeah, no, literally. He can guard. He's what, probably the he's fastest guy in the league. As well. Yeah, he's like six three, six four. Yeah. Uh, probably the fastest guy in the league, end to end. Athletic. He, he improved his jump shot a lot, a lot last season. Yeah. And him and Buddy Hill, they're the like, yeah, big thing, big time backcourt. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, moving on, my number three was Devin Booker. Who was your number three? My number three was Jason Tatum. Jason had a bad year last year. He had a bad sophomore year, but it's because of the. The turmoil like stereo around Celtics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, one thing you also have to remember is that Tatum is really good, but people forget that he's actually young. He's not been in, yeah, the, exactly, in the league exactly. long. So when there's turmoil around a team, around this franchise, mm. it will affect the young guys. Like yeah, look at Jalen Brown yeah, as well, yeah, yeah. for example. Fam, look at the guys on the Lakers. Exactly. They, fell off, they well. fell off as well. And they were all supposed to improve altogether. So it makes sense. But I, I, the reason why I go with Tatum is... Tatum is my number two as well. Tatum's upside is just crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, Tatum's yeah, yeah. very good. Like, good one of the defender. best former shooters in the league. Fam, that's what I expect him... Because he's my number two, in it? So yeah. I can talk about him now as well. But yeah. next year, I need his three-point percentage to go back up to where it was. Exactly. In his rookie season... He's one of the best three-point shooters in the league. That's yeah. why he was so special. Do you know exactly. what I'm saying? Second year, he was trying to create his own shot too much. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he used yeah, to, man. like, uh, ease his way into the game. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Make your make your catch-and-shoot shot. I think he'll help him this year because I think Brad Stevens would have learned a lot from the team yeah, last exactly. year. And he's playing with uh, Kemba. Exactly. And, and Kemba, I think Kemba will give is a sacrifice ball. type exactly, of guy. Yeah, exactly. So He'll give the ball up more than... Uh, especially because he's on a better team. So what, who did you have first? Uh, Booker. Booker was oh, my Booker was your three and Tatum was my three. Yeah. So number two, who's your two? I said Tatum was my two. T- Tatum's your two. My two was Jamal Murray. I just think that he's got... Two, two is high for Jamal Murray. I, I, I agree with you, but, but remember this list is projection and what they've done. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. And he's, based he's, off what he's done. He's done, he's the, done most the most on this list. Yeah, exactly. So, and my thing is, it's high. The Nuggets, they just gave him the big bucks. So they're basically big, investing in him. Big 175 year deal. They're putting a lot into him. Yeah, so they're yeah, trusting yeah. basically him and Jokic to yeah. carry that team yeah, forward. Exactly. And that's the reason I think why. He, I think he needs to improve. No, there's a lot of things he can improve. Yeah, yeah. Defensively, he can improve. Exactly, yeah. He's very weak on the defensive end. Yeah, exactly. And I think he needs to finish around the rim a bit better. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And add other things to his game so that if he's not getting buckets, he's still affecting the game. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. But, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And that's what that's one of the things that people take away from Harden. For example, like now he's not when he's not the one getting the buckets, yeah. or when he's not the one playmaking. Yeah, 
he's not affecting exactly, the game, and that's exactly. why it's not taking him to the that's next level. That's why Chris Paul was getting mad with him. Fam. Exactly, and that's not when Chris him Paul to the had the ball level. in his hand. Harden was still, still under his own rim. Yeah, you know, like fam, Harden was walking grooming, up the court, grooming his beard. <laughs> but but yeah, yeah, number one, number I think one, it's pretty simple. Undisputed, it's Luca, heavyweight champion of the world. Luca Doncic, that guy is special. Man. Special, they special, really special, special. That Game winners in his rookie year, stuff like that. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm expecting him to be an absolute beast, nah. and he he can be a championship type player, best player on the championship like, team. Don't need and to he's already got Paul Zingas him. with him. He's, so this coming year, Luka Doncic and Paul Zingas can be great. Fam, that is that is that's like having like Dirk and like Steve Nash. Or exactly. Like Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those guys together can be very special. So expecting a lot from. from now, today's actually been another great discussion, another great episode. Great conversation. And I definitely think that going forward, this Premier League season is just going to be another great one. I'm just happy that 100%. football's back. I'm just I'm telling you, bro. I'm happy football's back. Football's back. <laughs> football's back. And um, the season kicks off with Liverpool taking on Norwich. As I said, regarding United, you know, I'm not really... I haven't got any expectations yeah. of why I finish in top four or top six or, or whatever that is. Yeah. Like, I'm not fussed about that anymore. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to just I'll, seeing some entertaining football. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, and being entertained. Literally. Because you know the Premier League is always constant entertainment. I'm just so happy football. And I think there's even um, Friday Night Football. Yeah. So or Monday first, Night Football. Friday Night Football and Monday Night Football. So the first game of the season is uh, Liverpool-Norwich. Friday Night Football. Friday Night Football. Wow. And um, yeah, man. It's just going to be so great. And even thinking about the football season... Basketball season is approaching. Trust me, bro. I really want to see how Zion does. Like, he's the guy I'm watching. <laughs> forget the Lakers, forget LeBron, forget the Clippers. The Pelicans are going to be must-watch TV. how Zion does because this guy that they're saying is the next big thing to Trust slice me. bread. Like, so, I want to see... There's a lot his, of pressure on his back. So. No, there's a bucket load. Trust me. As in, I, would, I don't envy him. No, no, I will so, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how his season goes. Yeah, but um, I, yeah, you got a little sneaky team that you wanna that you expect to sneak in there. Yeah, um, I was saying this to you um, off the mic. Like Bournemouth, I think are another team that have an identity. Yeah, a little have, dark horse. Uh, the dark horse, as in the blackest horse, <laughs> because they've got a squad that know each other very well. Exactly. Trust each other. Trust the manager. And they got good players, fam. Josh King, got... Callum Wilson, Ryan mm-hmm. Fraser. Junior Sanchez. I even thought Ryan Fraser would, was going to get bought out. Trust I thought me. they were going to lose him. Yeah. So, Los yeah, Sanchez, let's go. And even thinking about that, that reminds me, don't forget to join Eyes on the Bulls podcast league, fantasy league, the podcast fantasy Join the league. fantasy league. Join the fantasy league. Very competitive. If you need the um, code to join the fantasy league. Check the Twitter. Check the Twitter. The code is there. And... You could at be EOTB in. underscore pod. Definitely can't even forget that. At EOTB underscore pod. Don't forget that. And remember that um, you could be in for a chance to win a very good prize from Rich and Broke Clothing Brand. Shout out to my guy Joseph for um, collaborating with us to do this fantasy league. So you could really get a very good prize from that. And yeah, man, it should all be. It's just good fun, basically. Yeah, hundred percent. The league's looking very stocked right now. We've Stacked. got over sixty guys in the league. So it should be a very interesting season ahead. Very, very interesting. Very interesting season. season as far ahead. as Premier League, NBA, and even a fantasy league season. Yeah, hundred um, percent. We want to just thank you guys again for listening. 
Um, appreciate you. I hope you enjoy the content. Again, please feel free to give us some feedback, give us some constructive criticism. Uh, a lot of guys, well. a lot of guys have been in the DMs giving us criticism and telling us what we can do better. And we've been trying to incorporate it in this episode. So yeah, yeah man, just keep it coming. Thank you very much, guys. Deuces.